Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sir, Dad, another week at uni? Yes, well, I'm, I'm itching to know all I'm about it. I'm still there? You're still there, which is great, because we did say when you started that if you don't like it, we'll phone us up and we'll take you home. But you love it. Yeah, I do. Um, so, I thought we'd start the podcast, this is new, but we're going to do it every week, with some York Rush posts, instead of bad jokes. Do you want to explain what York Rush is? To yeah, who's just in case. Yeah, time? just in case you've not tuned in last week. Uh, why? <laughs> first of all, York Rush is a thing. It's a play on words because it's York, which is, I go to the University of York, um, and crush, which obviously have a crush on someone. York Rush, and you post in anonymously, either with someone's initials or just with someone you like, um, and you declare your love for them or whatever. So if you know their initials, you'll say like L. M, hope you like me back, fancy a day or something like that. But mm. they're better if they're slightly more specific so then the person knows it's about them because obviously there's lots of people with the same initials. Or, or you can do them where it would be like um, to the boy in my um, history seminar, this is a history lecture with the blue coat, I think you really fit. Like that. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. So you can do them two ways. But they're... Some of them are really quite sad, <laughs> like you'll, I know you'll never like me back and all that kind of stuff. And some of them are very just straight to the point. They're quite a, quite a lot of them are very like sexual and stuff. Uh, but this is one, one of my favourites. ZB, God, I love just how very average you are. Just so 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 painfully average, and it makes me love you so much more. I'm not sure how I could get such an average man to notice me, but I hope you do. So there you go. That's my favourite from this week. They do them at lots of unis as well. Like the Durham one is called Tinder, like D-U-R. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, but they have them at, mo- like, I think most unis, but I never knew about it. So basically, what's been going on? You, you've been at university now for, is it three? This is the fifth week. Fifth week at, u- at university. Fifth week at uni. But obviously one week of that was freshers. Mm. So that kind of doesn't quite count and you seem to be having a good time you see i'm having a good time i'm hungover today so that's not as fun so what you your roommate was celebrating her birthday yeah it was my roommate's birthday so we went on a big night out or whatever drunk too much as yeah because she's 18 so presumably is now able to join now able to join the rest of us on nights out and stuff which Mm. we go on probably too often things it's weird because i think that this fifth week the novelty's kind of worn off now. Do <laughs> so you get what I mean? Well, now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that bit. It's just like, so the first sort of three weeks, it's just kind of like a long holiday. You don't feel like you live mm. there, really. But now it's starting to feel more like 
you actually live in the place. Mm. Yeah, well, definitely. Well, be, be grateful for one thing. The one thing I was going to tell you, um, which you should be grateful for, is that you're actually in York University. Mm. Uh, you, it could be a lot worse. You could be in the University of Coventry, where students have moved out of their university halls of residence because of an infestation of rats. Oh, although we do have some rats. We've I've seen them scurrying around. Yeah. Oh, you've got some rats at your mm. university. They know to hang around student residences because they know there's going to be takeaway etc etc the rodents were filmed by uh, students running around Coventry University uh, Callis Court Halls uh, where the cheapest ensuite room is £6,600 a year is that about the same as yeah I think so York is actually really really expensive for accommodation like outside of London I think it's the most expensive or something is it really yeah um, it's mad expensive I was actually going to talk about the accommodation um, because this is all very like uh, york and me specific but we don't have um a table or chairs in our kitchen um and they do there's really bad con- like continuity between the things because there's people in the identical block that's on the other side of ours who do have a table and chairs in their kitchen but what the university expects you to do then by not providing a table and chairs is that you go have to go and sit in your room to eat your food which is just incredibly weird or you just have to kind of stand up in this little tiny like hovel of a kitchen um hovel is, that's the word isn't it hovel yeah. is hovel and so i think it's really bad because i think what they're doing by the accommodation being so terrible but really quite expensive like i'm in a twin room so it's slightly less for me but um i think it's like about six grand for everyone oh, well, it's the same and as you're like not getting a table and chairs but they've got rats but we well have silver country. fish silver fish you know in the carpet What's a silver, silver fish? No, I didn't really knew, know what they were, but I'll, I'll show you. Yeah, they're like a little bug. They kind of look like a um, earwig or something. They like, look like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the silver fish. They um, look like a little silver fish. have those fish, in the yeah. carpet and stuff, and the lights go off all the time and everything like that. I think they, like are, they are earwigs, I think. They, they look like t- earwigs, I think. Yeah. Mm, it said they're like a water creature thing, but it's because mm. there's so much water everywhere. I do think that like universities do expect you to kind of have a substandard of living, like you're not proper humans or something <laughs> when you're at uni. Like we have no. Well, is there anybody who complains to the fact that you've not got a table and chairs? Surely but there's no there's no room for a table and chairs. Oh, well, like we yeah. thought about could we like get a fold up table, but there's just nowhere to put it. Like that's why we were using the ironing board to play beer pong because <laughs> there's no so, table. Your hardship is so you <laughs> yeah. have to use the we need a table board. to play beer pong on. Obviously, it's not yes. about the eating the food, but it is a really like big part of socialising. We are catered ten ten meals a week to so mm. breakfast and dinner, um, but you know for tea at the weekends and stuff, you need like you is need there no catering at the weekends? No, 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 and, no, and none for lunch either. And there's nowhere to go, and it's just really like. I do think Can't that as a university, they need to. Yeah, we do, but you know, it's like that's what we do. Yeah, but it's not the it's not the same as being like a communal space, and it's also like if we did have one, you could just go and sit in the kitchen and mm. wait for people to join you, rather than being like, do you want to hang out when it's people's rooms? So I do think they are, and what York did as well. Again, this is very like York specific, but there was a real thing of being like, we need more accommodation, we need more accommodation, and so they built like premium ensuite more accommodation on the other um, half of the campus and the problem with that is that no one had asked for premium and ensuite like no one can afford it anyway what you really needed was just decent economy like it shouldn't be either 
yeah. they pay a ridiculous amount but the, there's certain things with economy so, but have they filled those rooms that are yeah premium? I think so I think they must have mm. done but I mean I don't know how people are affording it well rich people yeah <laughs> but exactly like the the by doing that what they're saying is and also you're not asking for premium or on suite or anything but I think that they're there's certain things that they do in these accommodation blocks that say, like, you don't even des- deserve the basic level mm. of, like, of living condition. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, Because students have the reputation of, oh, just give them a pot noodle. Yeah, exactly. And, mm. and it is a bit like that. And there's nothing wrong with it as well. I get on really well with all my flat and I wouldn't change it either. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a different flat. But I do think you're entitled to, like, clean accommodation where everything works all the time and a table and chairs in a kitchen mm. like i don't think that should be seen as that like a premium as thing that's not luxury no. is it it's, that's basic yeah. and you should definitely get it no matter what and it's probably a basic human right not to have silverfish in the carpet <laughs> yeah. i would have i would have thought and I, but i'll tell you one of the problems is which which i can tell you and that is that uh, universities are very financially strapped at the moment how well, what does I'll, all the money go on? Well, That's I, t- what I don't understand. I'll tell you why they're financially strapped, or I'll tell you what the education editor of the Times says about why they're financially strapped. And that is because, um, do you remember before you went to university, we were talking about the fact that uh, a lot of your friends, whereas you, if you were fairly intelligent, you'd done A-levels and all that, university was just the natural thing that you, that you did. But even you yourself thought, I don't want to go to university. And because it costs so much these days, etc., you know, yeah. for fees and all that, a lot of people are deciding that they don't want to go to university, that maybe an apprenticeship or some other route is, yeah. is the way to go. And because of that, uh, one in five universities, so that's quite a lot, has been placed on a financial risk list by regulators who say that the, they're relying on overly optimistic forecasts of student numbers. Mm. So in other words, for their future income, like a business has yeah, to project, yeah, yeah. and for their future future income they thought they were going to have more students than they are actually going to have yeah so and now also, they don't know what to no, do precisely and they rely on overseas students uh, very heavily yeah. for money as well yeah which means that uh, they might just not have the money to get rid of the silverfish and to put a chair in there yeah you know I, I think they are actually destroying the, the blocks that we're in uh, were built when the university was built in the 64 or 66 or something so obviously they are wow. pretty old they must have been upgraded they've, since they've been well sir they they said to us that they've been refurbished this year so i dread to think what they looked like the previous year it doesn't seem like the kitchen's been done but we have a common room but the common room is meant to be shared between about 50 50 60 people like just no nowhere near enough space like the only people who use it the people who are close by to it like yeah. well it just, was like you said when you had that first meeting with you know, the freshers sort of introduction yeah. when you first arrived it was just packed and it, yeah, it just smelled of yeah. boy yeah <laughs> tell us about the uh, the course then because mm. it's very intense but enjoyable yeah enjoyable mostly apart from the grammar stuff that's really boring the spanish grammar just going over like what all the verb endings all the reflexives yeah. and pronouns and all of that kind of stuff is I think that's the thing with, really the, with learning any but, language. Yeah, you know. but the other stuff is really good. The course is good. I've got a lot of seminars, which means I can't really... A lot of people skip all their lectures because they have this thing called lecture capture, which just um, is like replay of the whole lecture, and so you can skip over bits and go back to bits and pause it and stuff. Oh, so right, if so you've that's got, on the internet? For yeah, yeah, it's on the, like... Um, um, that would be the intranet, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the VLE. 
virtual learning environment excellent uh, so a lot of people can just use that but i've got seven so many seminars that i can't really did miss so your seminars don't appear online afterwards um if you miss it you miss it is that it? yeah 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 seminars you can't like seminars you kind of have to go to lectures you really don't but i did oh, miss my foot like i missed i think i missed two not this week but last week because well, i was just oh, i think i was just on. i just was so hungover yeah. Because you were told... No, I missed I missed one. I missed a... Mm. No, yeah, just one. Because yeah, we were we invited out to a wedding down in Sussex mm. and you couldn't go because you would miss seminars. I would miss two days, though. Yeah. One seminar is not as bad. I emailed. It's fine. I'm caught up now. You've but, caught up. Yes, of course. But it is like I think it's... Um, there's, I can see why people really spiral when they stop going to their lectures and seminars and stuff because it is easy not to... She's just like, oh, I'm not feeling it. But I do think you need to go to the stuff. So you're taking it seriously and it's challenging? Ish, and yeah. You're it I probably don't, it's no, I probably don't do as... I do all my work, but I probably don't do as much as I should be. But I did my handed in my first um, actual summative. So, uh, they're called summative and formative. Formative... I, again, I'm not sure if this is just York that call them this, but I think that's... I think that's everywhere, summative and formative. So formative is just an, an assessed piece of work, but it doesn't go towards anything. And summative goes towards your final grade at the end of the year. So I handed in my first one of those. Hmm. It was quite nerve-wracking. Was it how many words? Oh, only... It was, like, not words, really. It was, like, only, like, 200 words, but it was um, lots of, like, diagrams and stuff. It was for a linguistics, my linguistics module. So you have to do these things called word trees. You split the word up into morphemes. Morphemes are just, like, kind of like syllables. Um, and then you have to say like how the word is formed it's not that interesting really well it is interesting but not much has there been much talk at your university about the fact that you freshers are all going to be able to vote in a general election has there been much talk about that there hasn't been loads and loads but i think there probably will be soon because obviously you need to register at both addresses you, well, you can register at uni and at home. But you'd be excited about voting. I mean, you've been so excited. Mm. Well, I've, I've voted in the locals and the MEP and one, the European, elections, yeah. yeah. But I've not voted in actual general election yet, and I am excited. But it's going to be a ha- genuinely a tough decision. I was. It's going to um, be a very tough decision. I mean, I, I was talking to grandma and granddad, who are lifelong Labour supporters, mm. like the real, you know, how you imagine Labour, like the labour base to mm. be and everything mm. um, and they've voted for labour for 60 70. plus 60 70 years yeah, yeah. and um my grandma was like i just don't think i can vote labour this time yeah. well, it's but then but they wouldn't vote tory so then yeah. and they didn't seem to be enthused about voting lib dem so i did well granddad's really got uh, like gone off on one a bit about the environment and so i did say vote for the greens and he was like oh yeah but isn't it a waste of you vote and i was like no because it shows like that that's an important issue and the other parties will look at it or whatever so maybe they'll get in some more greens i think there will be i think they'll get more votes than they have to do well, depending, Ever on, have, depending yeah. on the campaign i mean a lot of people uh, don't want uh, Jeremy Corbyn to be Prime Minister and mm. a lot of those people are actually standing as candidates for the Labour Party <laughs> so well, it's true you know they're going to yeah. when you knock on the door they're going to have to say support Labour well support Labour you know we've always been in your corner in, mm. in working class communities like ours have you ever voted Tory then? I've never voted Tory. Um, not that I haven't uh, at times thought, well, they're probably the best people to run the economy, you know. Yeah, but then um, that's just like the whole economy thing. It just, you know, 
<laughs> what the whole economy Well, just like um, like a Tory economy, although it's probably better for, in terms of like deficit and kind of the accounts of a country, mm. but it's not better for people. Like I'd prefer to be in debt. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends on what level of debt you get to. I mean, yeah. I, I take your point. But if it starts getting to the level of debt of Greece or Venezuela and yeah, other yeah, places I understand where that. Yeah. tried to follow a socialist agenda, mm. um, or I mean, you did you did Russian, the Russian Revolution, and everything. Yeah. So you yeah. were aware of the pitfalls. You know, you did that in history, didn't you, uh, mm. for A level? So you're aware of the uh, pitfalls. But I just wondered if all you students were going to dutifully go think, out, march out we and vote will... Labour. I don't know. Uh, no, because York's quite an upper-class university. I mean, there'd be a lot of. People. I think this is the thing. I only get to vote either at home or at uni, and I think I probably will vote at uni and tactically because we we live at home in a very very safe Labour seat. Like, there's no mm. there's no really benefit of doing that apart from to be the like one of the four people who vote green. <laughs> but so I do think maybe I'll vote at mm. uni. I forget that it's not it's not just one you don't do the whole of York is it it's like oh, it's, it's, a few it's Rachel Maskell is the Labour member for York Central right. so Central York went went well there. that's a seat that and then Julian Sturdy Conservative yeah. um, for for York Outer so yeah it's four out of five are Conservatives. Mm, well, those that, uh, there'll be some Lib Dem shifts. The in that, York definitely. Central and the York Outer, they're seats that I suspect Lib Dems will target. I don't know, mm. but uh, it's I, interesting, no, I, I was inter- it is interesting. I was interested to know whether students, because Labour sort of re- relying on students, they're yeah. thinking all young people will vote Labour, and I'm I suspect sure some of the people at your uni won't. No, I don't. I don't think so. And um, but I would also say that, like, I think it was Dolly Alderton in her book which talks a lot about uni it's the uni chapters are actually very quite accurate to how uni is and how it feels and stuff but she said she expected it to be this hive of political activity where everyone's so engaged and stuff and so far i've not really felt that maybe i'm not i mean i'm not going to any of the political societies and stuff but even so you expect it to be kind of more of a general buzz and it hasn't been as of yet but maybe maybe we'll get there there was also a big kind of hoo-ha who i don't want to call it hoo-ha that's actually probably incentive there's a big you know all the stuff that's happening in hong kong at the moment hold that thought and tell me about the hoo-ha you don't want to call it <laughs> tell me about the hoo-ha um, there was you know the stuff that was happening in, in hong kong mm. uh, i actually need to read more into it because i don't truly understand exactly what's been happening and stuff but basically there was some girls well it's riots against the chinese yeah exactly but there's been like really mistreatment of the rioters and stuff and the Mm. rioters are completely in the right you know like the the chinese government is like terrible to the hong Mm. kong stuff and it's you know all the stuff about how hong kong gets handed back to the Chinese now well, we and all that kind of it stuff. Back to the Chinese, so it's a sort of joint. Yeah, it but, was in, a but now it's, it's, it's something's changing in it. We saw it on that TV show. But there was a couple of girls at York who were running a stand um, that was like saying support the writers or like mistreatment of the writers and blah blah blah. Um, and you're not meant to run political stands or something apparently. No, no, yeah, that's but, very sensitive, I and mean, that is a huge issue at yeah, universities. But there's a there was a Labour and a Tory stand at the Freshers' Week and stuff, mm. and actually an, a, an Extinction Rebellion one, which is it's political in itself. 
Um, but yeah, there was there was yeah young Labour, young young Tories or whatever, and then they told them that they were in the wrong. But it's like you wouldn't. I think it's well, ridiculous. The, the Hong Kong campaigners were the, told they, they weren't allowed to do it. The, 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 the yeah, the people who were running the stand or whatever, which I just think is ridiculous. That, well, it, like, are you, do you want us to be engaged or not? In mm, like, well, it's difficult. You see, I mean, in the days when when I was at university, we could protest against the Vietnam War, and yeah, nobody, no nobody, 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 there was no second thought. It was just expected. You you protest against the Vietnam War, and there'd be the communists would would protest against something else, and nobody really raised an eyebrow. Mm. But there's been so much uh, talk about no platforming uh, and all that that I just you think, think it's wrong. Well, how do you mean it's wrong to, to back? wrong to stop you from? Yeah, from, I agree with you. Because you need but the to problem do it. Is, what happens then is people who support, say, Tommy Robinson or, or yeah. anti-gay rights and all that. I and understand. Will, you know, yeah, there will be. Yeah, of course. And if you want to stop them, I suppose you've got to stop everybody. But to me, it makes the whole the, of all the places in the world that should be open to free speech. University. It's the time free. where you should be deciding yeah. what you believe about the world and. Stopping you from protesting just stops that yeah. entirely. I mean, there was a, there was a piece uh, in in the Times that said undergraduates could be required to sign contracts. So you sign a contract mm. when you go to university, affirming the right to free speech uh, in a government move to combat a wave of campus protests. It follows attempts by students to no platform prominent speakers and have academics with controversial views fired or disciplined because that's happened as well. Yeah, you know, academics who, uh, especially in areas. like like trans rights and all that. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember, um, who is it? Oh, God, I've forgotten her name. The French female politician. Marine Le Pen. Marine Le Pen, right. She went and spoke at, oh, I want to say Bristol, but that could be absolutely wrong. She went and spoke at university and my French teacher went to see her and I remember her talking about it and saying that, yeah, most people were like, oh, blah, 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 blah. But then it made... And so people said that, people spoke up about it. Whereas if you never have controversial speakers, no one says anything. Yeah. Like, I don't think... It, that, I think uh, making I think, them too safe and stop it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it does the opposite thing as well, you know. It, if you are very, like, EDL or nationalist or Tommy Robinson-y, like, mm. saying no protests... I think it's it more just, Tommy Robinson-esque rather Tommy than... Tommy Robinson-esque, <laughs> yeah. It just, it doesn't do anything, it doesn't doesn't counter it and also then i want to know who the i mean edl members are i want to see their faces so i can avoid them at all costs mm, if you don't want to end up on your crush going out with somebody <laughs> member of the edl but it wouldn't would, would you object to go say you you were to meet see the, the, the labor party um young members of the labor party they wear these t-shirts never kissed a tory and all yeah they were if, wearing those at yes, the labor stand they were wearing that at your place if you found out that, uh, you know, coming from such working-class stock, you know, <laughs> your grand and granddad and ex-miners and Yorkshire villages and things, coming from that Yorkshire working-class stock, if you were to, somebody were to fancy you on your crush, uh, and then you found out this guy was from the landed gentry and was a bit of a Tory and believed that the working classes were oiks, would you still go out with him? Yeah, right, so I... I feel like a lot of people will say about relationships that um you know politics don't matter like you, you can have different mm. politics or whatever but i think they massively do and i don't know like i could definitely be with someone whose politics are slightly like different to mine like slightly different or whatever but politics are important because it's the entirety of the way you see the world and the what you believe and how is that not 
absolutely pivotal to a relationship. It just mm. always... But you could kiss a Tory. You I could, could kiss one, but I don't think I could date one. <laughs> Which just kiss them one night. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that would be awful. Lots and lots of emails. Uh, which is interesting because I've not la- read them this time. I, last week I'd read them, mm. but I've not. Well, um, Peter Hassett, who emails on a regular basis, usually with some fairly dodgy jokes, <laughs> has a little puzzle for you. Which was, oh, yeah, it's a little puzzle. He says, "Can you think of a sentence with the word and used five consecutive times?" Yes, oh, I've seen this. Um, I've seen it, but I've forgotten it. Oh, no, yeah, I've forgotten it, but I, I've seen this, mm. yeah. Well, Mr Ernest Jones was a shop proprietor and he wanted a new sign above his shop front to reflect the fact that his son was now mm. working with him. So he asked uh, a local sign maker and the sign maker returned with a sign which said Jones and Son. And he liked it, he liked the font and everything, he wasn't completely happy with it. So he said to the guy, I want more room between Jones and 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 Son. <laughs> so that's um, that's his uh, his thing. Steve Dublin wrote to us. I was a bit worried about this one because. Uh, alongside your experiences as a student, I've been talking yeah. a little bit about myself and your mother's uh, experiences as almost empty <laughs> nesters, not quite. Soon to be. Soon to be empty nesters. You know, when, once your youngest child has gone off to university, it does give you intimations of your own mortality. Mm. You, know, you think, mm, what's the next big thing? No, well, I'm about to be 19. And you're about to be 19 I'm 19 as well. tomorrow, so I well, hope the birthday wishes will be well, rolling in. Steve Dumbling, I'm hoping it's slightly misinterpreted our uh, <laughs> podcast because Ruth and Martin, I wanted to check in with you about a potential podcast feature on shifting perspectives on ageing. Uh, with and she mentions, mentions various people. Here are some topics that, uh, that their speaker Wendy can expand upon if we want to include Wendy in our podcast. The white elephant in the room during many summer gatherings is: Are mom and dad doing well? Do they need some help to stay safely and comfortably at home? <laughs> the stress and anxiety in the air is often uh, palpable. Home safety for seniors. These are all things that he's offering to speak about on the podcast. A home can be a gauntlet for seniors. What modifications are helpful in making the home safer and more ageing friendly. I'm not the only one who thinks you're getting a bit decrepit. Wait wait for this one. The emerging options for dementia care. The memory loss is a growing concern. How do we help loved ones stay safe and connected? I don't think you're quite there but I'll come back to you in a couple of years. We'll come back to you later on that but thank you very much for (laughs) for your offer there. Rich Watts says, excuse me Martin, Friends is the best sitcom ever. It's you know what? I cannot believe how many people do not like, have not even seen or do not like Friends at uni. No, I can. But like, every time I bring it up, Sarah, uh, one of my flatmates called Sarah absolutely roasts me about it, saying how mm. I'm just. Well, Rich I thought it was your... everyone liked mm. it. Well, I thought it was mainly for girls, but Rich Watts says it's timeless. Uh, and I'm a 46 year old bloke, ha ha ha. And that's from Rich in uh, Exeter. So, I, I, In fairness, I haven't watched it since I got to uni. No, well, yeah, you're out of touch with us. I really do. Watch... Have you watched any television? I bet you yeah, haven't. Yeah, a bit. Oh, I've, I've, I'm up to date. Am I, no, I'm one behind on Made in Chelsea, but I've watched the other ones. Been watching The Apprentice? Um, watched a couple of episodes of The Apprentice. I think going to watch it tonight, but I think I la- like last Wednesday we were bored watching it. Yeah. We played it as a, we watched it as a drinking game though, which obviously makes it slightly oh, more interesting. Yes, it does. What's the drinking game? So it's apprentice? like um, I can't remember all of them, but it'll be like every time drink every time you think you could do a better job than they than they oh, are. Yeah. Drink every time Karen Brady like does a sour face. Drink every time Lord Sugar makes a pun. 
Drink every time they laugh at a pun um, that's not that's funny. Not funny, yeah. Uh, almost most of them. Drink every time they like run around. They they get mm. out of a car or like those kind of things. Drink every time there's um, a panorama view of London, which is quite a good one. Yeah, Martin Leo sends us uh, an email here. He says, "Me, you should get a sandwich toaster." Ruth, oh yeah, loads of people have told me to get a sandwich toaster. Ruth, later. So I was making a toasted sandwich in a wok <laughs> with, with a buttered pan, and I thought my parents would be really proud me anyway it's good to hear ruth sounds like she's fallen on her feet after the wobble a couple of episodes ago hope the uni experience lives up to the hype well it's sort of it's to an extent apart it's from just different it's not thing, exactly yeah. how i imagined it uh, and i look forward to more kitchen improvisation uh, tips daniel simister says dear martin and ruth uh, great podcast long may it continue hmm. um your discussion last week about photographs and auschwitz uh, reminded me of the time i went interrailing in 1992 as i recall we were walking up to the gates of the camp and i took out my camera to take a picture uh, but my girlfriend told me i probably shouldn't do that uh, i didn't argue much although i seem to recall others taking pictures anyway i didn't take any pictures and i've uh, often thought about it since at the time i said wonder what the problem was but i think the memories of what i saw are enough yeah i think there are yeah. some times when keep it in your mind yeah and also like if you want to see a picture of there Auschwitz, there's of exactly there's like already so that's what I, that's again what i mean by like do you really even need to go because yeah anyway that's daniel sinister of bedford tony gould says hi martin and ruth i chuckled when ruth said she doesn't phone home very often perhaps just every two days actually a bit less than that um yeah a bit way less than that this mm, week actually in the 80s i phoned home so infrequently that one time a stranger answered to tell me that my parents had moved (laughs) (laughs) wow that's brilliant thank you tony for that i find it like i think we were talking about it the other day actually um at tea uh, that like especially in this first term i've not been actually home yet like at all not even for a day or anything like i've not seen the house to get what it looks like um i think for the first term you really have to stick it out and not go home very often and like even not ringing i think is more healthy Mm -hmm. for me because just especially not going to i'm going to stay at home for the first time this weekend i'm about to go into reading week so i'm going to go home for two days and I am kind of nervous to see whether I'll want to go back or whatever, you know. Well, you'd be if nervous if one of your siblings is actually sleeping in your bedroom. <laughs> actually, he's not. He's, he's not. No, good. Bedroom. I hope not. I'll be Brilliant. bringing some washing home, though, that's for I'm sure. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Uh, David Clegg says he thought... I hit a low, real low point um, when I had to put my dirty underwear back on while I washed just a few pairs just to see me through the days Mm. we've all done that (laughs) Um, David Clegg said I thought you were quite dismissive and rude to Andrew Mangion and his email last week Uh, and I thought I can't think we were dismissive and rude but I I went back to it and he said I'd have more respect for Extinction Rebellion if when protesting at Canary Wharf and City Airport they didn't stop for lunch at Carluccio's and I'm sure we we probably just laughed anyway if we were um, upsetting and dismissive Apologies. It's apologies, but you can't make an omelette without breaking eggs. No smoke without fire. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, if you do want to get in touch with us, because we didn't give the address out, and we've still got loads of emails, but if you do want to get in touch with us, it's Martin and Ruth Podcast all one word obviously martin and ruth podcast at gmail.com. Martin and Ruth Podcast at gmail.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are we ready for some music? Yeah, we'll start with yours. They're called Cigarettes After Sex, and this is it. Chilled. They're very like um, sad, sad music type, dreamlike, maybe would be mm. the best way. Anyway, they're an American band formed in El Paso in Texas mm. uh, in 2008, uh, founded by Greg Gonzalez. Um, yeah, they're known for like that ethereal type of thing. And so they uh, are like slowcore, which I'd never heard the term slow before. Slowcore, yeah. that's the genre. genre alternative rock indie mm. type thing. Um, so their first EP, I dot just i full stop <laughs> was was released in 2012 with this song nothing's gonna hurt you baby which became a sleeper hit right. another term which i'd never heard of before but i've heard of sleeper hits have you ah yeah. Oh. yeah as a former district yeah you no, you I would but sleepers, as, yeah. as, is that something that everyone's heard of yeah I, th- I think a lot of people sleeper means yeah just I mean, it didn't it didn't come out to great success but then yeah, just got played just, and played and played yeah. and then all of a sudden was like this big hit um, and then they've got a new and that's the reason music I came has been going for for years and years yeah yeah it? yeah was, uh, well this I mean they're a decade this band is a decade old as well, mm. but they've been... It's very Smithsy, to be honest. Mm, yeah, a little bit. The kind of, like, sad lyric. Mm. But, yeah, I, really, I do quite like them, and I was surprised that you hadn't actually heard of them, because they kind of are, like... They're quite well-known. Yeah, they're, they're pretty... They're pretty... Yes, yeah, pretty did, rude one. Uh, but they've got a new song out, which made me think of them. Mm. That's why I thought, oh... Give yeah. them a little listen. Yeah, because you did say to me before, have you heard of Cigarettes After Sex? And I said, well, I'm familiar with the concept. <laughs> but it's more vaping these days. But I hadn't, uh, <laughs> Vaping after sex is not as good a no, name. Not, cool, not as sexy really? of a name for a band, Indeed. really. Mine is Vanilla Fudge. <laughs>
aware of the song. Yeah. Which is? Keep Me Hanging On. By, by the Supremes? By the Supremes, correct. Um, that was a bit of 1967 psychedelia. I quite um, like that, actually. Uh, well, I thought you would, actually. But then, should, I do love the original songs. The original songs, great. But the great thing that they did, and that was that was a massive hit, um, mm. the Supremes had just had the hit with it in about 65, 66, and that was in 1967. Uh, mm. And it was right th- at the time that uh, psychedelia had taken off in a big way. Yeah. So there were loads of bands with that sort of guitar sound. And uh, lots of long tracks they took the 2 minute 30 second Supreme song and managed to stretch it out to 6 minutes 17 seconds mm. but I've uh, put it on my wow. uh, Spotify wow. it's pretty impressive actually yeah and I forgot all about them but they, they had a, a well known producer called George Morton who was one of these it was when record producers became the stars, if you like, mm. uh, like Phil Spector, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so, and he was called George Shadow Morton, who produced it. So we, that was the sort of record producer as a bit of a Svengali. But they're still touring, believe it or not. Sixty-seven. Wow. That. How many years ago is that? Fifty-two years ago. Too maths the, is too hard for me. Yeah. And a couple so of them, yes, indeed. You don't have to bother with maths anymore, do you? No maths. Languages. Anyways, that's vanilla fudge, and uh, you keep me hanging on. This is just an observation. It's not like a whole segment or anything. <laughs> but an observation that is, university is so unbelievably like Love Island. Um, not in the like, not entirely in the like love sense, but in the sense of you're all kept in this big house. Everyone's fresh and new, and you don't know anyone. And it's like that kind of same toxic environment. I think that just makes people form really like intense like attachments really mm. quick and stuff. And I think that's why there's all the the stuff about how often uni people like uni people get together and hook up and whatever and like the culture of it and i think it is i think it's why love island is so popular yeah it's it's completely like that and it's just even with your friendships and stuff like i can completely see why after three weeks and you watch it at home you think bloody hell they're in love are you kidding they've only known each other two (laughs) weeks or whatever but i can completely see now why they're like that or like you even see the friends and they're like oh yeah do anything for you and whatever and it is like that at uni you form these really quick intense bonds because you just get to know everything about people so quickly like just get through so much stuff because you it's 24 7 like you're with people most of the time and And i suppose it must be like any closed community Mm. any closed community yeah it's like a cult (laughs) yeah but no if if you were in the army it would be the same i'm sure and uh, prisons i think is the same a religious community yeah i think it's all the same and i think that is it is love island especially because everyone's the same age as the contestants of love island and stuff it's that kind of thing and so not only with the like hookups and people fall like madly in love with each other all like really quickly much more than you would when you're at home um but i do think it is just exactly like love island and i get love island even better now <laughs> just on behalf of your mum and me to some extent mm. uh, what are you eating are you eating all right <laughs> Because we haven't had much of a conversation about you. I know, I got you a sandwich from Pret-a-Manger, and I've never seen such delight. <laughs> you said, oh, I'll be able to have a nice sandwich for once. Just because, like, right, the 
dinner I don't want to complain about the food that we get for tea because it's good like it's fine and they're really nice like all the people at the at the cafeteria there's lots thing. of it you were telling me yeah but you really big portions and stuff and you can you can always get a dessert and you know they give you a glass for your water and all that and I don't like I don't want to give you a glass for your water no you know what I mean like it's it's it is nice like it's fine mm. it's proper cutlery and everything like that but and I, so I don't want to complain because I'm very lucky but it is a bit shit like it's just not that good. It's kind of what you would expect from a school cafeteria. Can I just point out, when you said, um, yeah, it's proper cutlery and everything, we do have proper cutlery at home. I don't want people <laughs> to think that we've been giving you no, plastic but, <laughs> um, but it's just sometimes... But why is it... Well, so you get your tray poor? and they put on the thing. So it's, just, it's just quite basic and everything kind of tastes vaguely similar. Mm. Last night was actually all right. It was a fish... Uh, fish cake with like sweet chilli sauce and stuff nothing's ever got enough sauce on it ever it's always like wedges because you've had too much sauce no it's everything's so dry and actually I will complain you would hate the glasses because they're literally like a thimble full and you've got to walk up to the water fountain over and over and over again I'm going to start bringing my own glass I think yeah too or or that metal bottle you know these days reusable metal bottle yeah I don't you know I don't like those tiny little glasses it's so annoying you get those in Ho's Chinese restaurant but uh. (laughs) Um, yeah it's really frustrating but the food is like just okay sometimes it gives me like Everyone's been kind of talking about how it's giving them the shits a bit. <laughs> really? What's the best Which, you know, thing? it's fun for a shared bathroom. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, very fun. Yeah. Well, what's the, what's the best thing you've had? There was a de- quite a decent fish and chips, like yeah. a fried fish and chips. And what's the worst fried. thing you've had? Oh, by <laughs> a country mile. There was this... T- did I tell you about this? No. No, I so it was this... It was Oriental night. <sighs> Flashbacks. Um, and it was <laughs> um, tofu. And I think it must have been like bean curd or something some vegetarian like puree thing and it literally looked like these little worms with the tofu and it was in this like spicy sauce but it wasn't even sauce it was just kind of like just those you know, you know like chili um hmm. chili peppers yeah. no no mm. with the the like seed of the chili you know like that all right you know the little round mm. thing yeah just like loads of those in it i was like really awful oh, like and jala- then just like, like jalapenos yeah and then just like dry rice mm. and it was just vile like i could i could not eat it was just no. awful but yeah that's the only one where i've been like wow this is inedible <laughs> the rest of it has kind of been just fine the the vegetarian lasagna is poor but yeah and then everything comes with chips as well so like one night it was like just pasta and tomato sauce and then she was like would you like chips or roast potatoes with that and i was like <laughs> uh, neither i'm happy with just like i don't need any chips with my pasta <laughs> Well, in between this carbohydrate feast that you've been having, <laughs> have you managed to pick out a meme for us? Yes. I also did cook, actually, last weekend, pro- like, for the first time kind of properly. Um, me and this other girl, we, like, did shared a meal or whatever, and then she, I, like, cooked it, and then she, like, uh, cleaned it up or whatever. What did you cook? Um, I did. So just a stir-fry and noodles, but then we put salmon in the oven as well, you know, in tinfoil and, oh. like, made the salmon, which is the first time I've done something that's got more than, like, two elements was a third, you know, adding the salmon in. It was oh, hard. And it was actually really good. Yeah. Oh, Better well. than the cafeteria well, stuff. Yeah, so well, salmon's always going to be nice. You buy it so, from a supermarket. Just from Aldi. From Aldi, um, yeah. It's really annoying, actually, in York, because in the centre of the city, all there is is, like, it, like expresses, you know, like Tesla Express, Sainsbury's Local, all those things. And then the only supermarket that's, like, anywhere near is Aldi. And what we really need is, like, an Azra or Morrison's or something a bit closer by, because... It, if you want to get some branded stuff or just some stuff that's slightly nicer 
um, or even more choice, then you've got to go to the um, you've got to go to like the Nisa, which is really expensive. Oh, yeah, so, but Aldi's like I knew it was cheap, and I've shopped there before, but I've never done like my actual like got all the vegetables and all that kind of stuff. It's literally like a fiver I can do my whole like weekly shop for. Incredible. Well, that sounds to me like we're heading for sponsorship from uh, Aldi <laughs> uh, for, for students. Meanwhile, the meme. Yeah, well, it's just a tweet from Richard Osmond. 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 Yeah. Gosh, Osmond, don't add a D. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> it was an accident. But anyway, I thought it was really funny. Um, just explained to a delighted American that we call crosswalks zebra crossings. Then she asked what we call crossing guards, and I said lollipop ladies. And now she thinks I've just made the whole thing up. <laughs> Very good. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, just let me remind you, it's martinandruthpodcast at gmail.com. Meanwhile, if you want to hear the music... Um, you go over to the Spotify playlist and just type in Ruthie, me and my dad, or Martin and Ruth podcast. Oh, no, or just Martin and Ruth, and either of those ways you'll find you to the both the podcast actually and this week you'll hear uh, cigarettes after sex and you'll hear all six minutes 17 seconds of vanilla fudge hi this is craig robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from invesco qqq the official etf of the ncaa invesco qqq is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.